especially for women, because women always feel either fat, out of shape, um, or not worthy. And so you've got all those pieces coming in where men can just saunter in. I've never done this before, but I know I can do it. Coming to you from Minneapolis, Minnesota, a conversation about the great and sometimes not so great outdoors. I'm your host, Lynn Melling. And I'm Jody Gruen. And we do this for fun. Hey, it's Lynn. And it's Jody. We are here at our favorite recording spot, as always, um, the Trailhead at Theater Worth Park. And we do have um, a really active workout going on <laughs> behind us. So if you hear banging and clanking, nobody's dying. It's um, this really fantastic workout class going on behind us. So the youth are at it yes, here at the Trailhead. Um, and it's kind of apropos because we have a badass from in town here sitting with us, Jan Gunther who um, is known here as a well-known um, business owner running the largest cross-country ski retail store in the U.S. called Gear West here in the Twin Cities. Her love of outdoor sport shines not only with providing quality gear, but in her athletic feats and of the events that she throws as well. Um, Jan, welcome to We Do This For Fun. Hello. <laughs> welcome, welcome. It's so nice to have I think it's great. Here. I've been doing women's events and women's activities for quite some time, so it's really fun to see more people working at this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you have done some incredible things. You seem to enjoy the competition. There's the, the Berkey Leadville, the Ironmans. You've, she's done Ironmans. And so we just want to be clear for the record so there's no confusion. Like you do this, you do this for fun. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it, it takes me places. Uh-huh. It takes me places. I've done a lot of different things. Um, paddling across um, in Hawaii, paddling outriggers, um, biking a lot of places, triathlons all over the place, um, ski races as often as I can at different places. So yes, over the years, that's been my outlook and sort of my passion and my business. So you wouldn't want to go on like a destination just to go to a beach and, and read a book and Well, I love them. to read books. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love to read books. I'll read books around working out. God. Okay. But it. your destination vacation includes yes. not just yeah. relaxing on a beach. Yes. And probably. when did you start all of this crazy outdoor-ness? I know exactly when I started Ooh. when I came I f- finished college actually and then I was going into business school and I was working all day commuting and going to business school at night and I um, I knew I had to change my life right away ah. I always worried about um, I always worried about the future and I could see the future in front of me and it just was included sitting so I I got introduced to a sport a season during business school and um, after I finished I quit a desk finance job and bought a bike store with a couple friends. Wait, and I you, didn't know anything about bikes. You left an Corporate office world. job, yes, and just jumped into a retail bike shop. Yes, it was very small, and it was in 1984. And there's not very many things to sell in 1984. Everything's black. Huh. But um, <laughs> yes, that's when I entered retail. Was there wow. much for women? In nothing 19- for women. Oh, zero. Nothing. So oh, okay. I really come from an area where there's hardly. My um, hardly anything of su- supportive. There were no power bars invented. I did um, Ironman Hawaii in 1985, and uh, there were no aero bars. There were no power bars. There were no bikes that fit women. They were 
barely any choices. So I really started from scratch. Obviously, there's no computers, no training systems like that. So I sort of come from the dark ages. Well, we were talking. So one of the things that we've talked about a lot is gear for women and how when Jody was first getting started going camping, you'd have to go shop in the boys section for boots that actually worked uh, because the women's section didn't have, you know, they were pretty. Oh, pretty, try being a woman's sports w- store owner during oh, the years gosh. when right. no woman owned a, a store. So what was that like? Yeah. And you would go to expo, expos or to shows, and they wouldn't have any boots smaller than a size 42 or a men's 8. Yeah. And I would look at them and say, well, how am I supposed to tell how they fit? Because I'm writing the bill. Yeah. And they're sort of embarrassed, but... They would go back. I mean, it slowly started to changing wow, once so there was a, you know, they discovered their markets for this. And then, of course, it was just painting everything white or flowers pink. or, you know, pink. And so you're yeah. a trailblazer. Yeah. So we have to, we have you to thank in part for the fact well, that. Well, everybody, you need a you need a collective community <laughs> yeah. that wants to buy. But um, it's for specifically everyone's got a field, I think, that reflects whether there were support for women in there. And in my field, it was sports. And for me, I felt I had to be a good enough athlete for people to take, take pay attention to mm-hmm. me. Um, so that's right or wrong. That's how I felt I could get garner respect was to beat them in a sense but it's true but yeah you know i could sometimes but it, that's what it was helpful i can say that yeah. and you've really built your business i mean kudos to you as you know this podcast is a lot about being outdoors and you know being a woman but to be a woman in business and to be kicking ass at it um Kudos. Yeah, I mean, there's always, you know, I just look at, you know, I don't really like to, I look at a couple things and I don't say, okay, I'm trying to fight my way through a male's world, but it is interesting. I can, I have very um, pinch points where I feel, yes, there were ways that people looked at us or treated me or my girlfriend of mine who also sort of co-owned a store up north in Hayward, but there was um, sometimes pretend um concern about mm. building a you know paying attention to us mm-hmm. women but it um and then there were some companies that really wanted to do a good job and other com- country companies that um i could say one i mean there's a company from france and they all have these french folks and they really don't you know they say they do but they don't gotcha. so it's um it you just you just try to do your good job and make your way through things and demand some sort of respect. But there's a lot of times where I think just trying to do a good job sometimes is not enough. You really have to push a little harder um, and demand a little bit more. So what brands do you find have been most friendly to your business? I don't know if I should say that. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know exactly. There are brands that are friendly and brands that are... Have there been are, brands that have stuck with you from the beginning until all, all now? The brands, like the, uh, all the brands are, are there. They all want their business. They yeah, all want business. Yeah. It's just um, how what they'll give you or you know what, what um, support or what discounts or um, uh, when you're a male versus a Got female. Got it. Okay. Or but they're paying attention to, yeah. to you now. Pretty much. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, are, so for women who are not familiar with gear 
Do you have any tips? Well, I will honestly say there is a lot of gear out there for women now. I mean, women make up a huge market for purchasing sports gear. There's more than just nice fitting clothes. I mean, they make hydration packs for women. You've got ski boots for women. Um, You've got... I mean, I'm just trying to think. Um, skis, they try to make specific women's skis, but there really isn't a difference. But you've got pretty good skis and women's sizes now. They tried to they try to color women's skis differently, and that was sort of dumb and didn't work. Oh. But um, <laughs> the point being is that there's a big attempt, I feel, in most industries to have women's products that are specifically designed for women because... Women are buying them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So, so moral of the story then for women out there who are having a hard time finding something, it's out there. You just well, might have to and look I, a there'll be harder. my pinch for small business. If you sit there and go on Amazon, you're going to be lost. Yeah. Try to support your smaller yeah. businesses because we have the people that will really help you. I have 24 employees, and it's it's hard to curate. 24 good employees. Yeah. It's my full-time job to try to keep them, to try to make them happy to be here. And it gets harder and harder as the whole um, retail um, you know, business sort of changes focus. And if you want help, support those who can't afford um, to have good help. I love yeah. that. And, and then you'll get good products. Yeah. Because we all know fit. we have people that you know, coach. We have people that race. We have younger women. We have older women. We've got women with kids. We, you know, we have every single, almost every single type of person on our staff, and no one's really got a big ego. Yeah. So, it is. We're here because we love the stuff, and we can show you how how to use it. Yeah, it can be very intimidating to go into to oh, shops. Oh, I bet. <laughs> I always tell when you people, don't know. I, I mean, know. even if I know what, like I know, okay, I know this sport, but now I kind of want to try this one. Well, then all of a sudden, so, I'm sweating yeah. again when I have to mm-hmm. walk in and like just. Oh, I can I don't understand even know the questions that. to ask because I feel the same way if I walk into a computer store. Yeah. So I almost always start that. I say, hey, it might look intimidating to you because I know what it's like when I don't know technology and I should, and it's I feel. Um, always behind the eight ball so I feel the same way so I tried to introduce it that way and say okay you know, we're, all I can do is move up from here we're here to help we're not here to try to intimidate but it is very intimidating especially for women because women always feel either fat out of shape mm-hmm. um, or not worthy And so you've got all those pieces coming in where men can just saunter in. "Ah, I've never done this before, but I know I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of um, little obstacles for a lot of women to overcome. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of, yeah, one of the things we talk about a lot on this podcast is just it's okay to fail. It's okay to look silly. It's okay if you think that you don't look super cute in an outfit because you're doing something that you're enjoying and having fun anyway. So the, the moral of the story is go just do, do it. it. Just do have it. Have fun. And have fun yeah. while you're doing it. And don't try to think you need to know everything. I feel like, again, using the computer store analogy, I feel like I need to know everything about it before I can even buy one little um, I, you know, iPad. Yeah. And then I'm staring at my iPad for last year and I'm barely using it. Where, <laughs> you know, you do not have to know everything about your Garmin. And you don't have to put, you know, record everything. You just need to get some good fitting um, product uh, yeah. what you're interested in and go out and just play around with it yeah um, so I love that. what do you recommend for people who want to get started in something do they go and buy the whole kit and caboodle do they go rent do they go buy used I mean what is your that's suggestion an interesting, that? it all depends on what you're trying to buy like we sell bikes so it's pretty hard to rent a bike Uh, So you're going to go in and you're going to explain what it is. The main piece is being 
try to be clear about how you want to use something, how often you want to use it, and um, in what degree. If you're just recreational, and everyone comes, you know, we have so many people that come in right away. I'm not playing to race the Tour de France, or I, I'm not playing to be an Olympian. It's like, okay, we know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, but, um, but instead, hey, I just, um, you know, you don't have to throw that out like we would have thought that and sold you something way too expensive. But, you know, you say, hey, I'm here to just pull my kids around, or I'm here because I'm thinking and I want to do the quarter open or something. So in bikes, you're, you need to feel your way out and for the most part go to a, a good store that understands that and they start teaching you pros and cons. For skiing, you say, okay, do you want, you know, are you going to classic ski? Are you going to skate ski? Where have you come from? Where are you going to ski? Because you can't get one product anymore to do it all. Mm-hmm. So if you want something that's going to go in the back 40 and be easy to kick, that's not going to be the one that you're going to take and learn how to do the Berkey. Or at least you might try it and you realize it's not. Um, so you really need to narrow down for yourself how to, so you can explain it to the person. And then that person can really help you choose the appropriate product. And if you go to rent, you might just rent whatever they have you know, for you and that's good to a point, but you then you may, for skiing, you may want to find out, okay, well, I really didn't hate, hated these rental skis because they're slow and icky and mm-hmm. the boots hurt. I don't like skiing. Yes, okay, well, there's yes, an option for you. Yes. So if you rent, you should only, you rent with the caveat that what might bug you, you can fix. Ah, um, well, that's really so that's advice. you know So I think running's good for running shoes. You need to come in and probably get a little gain analysis or something that will show you what type of shoe because it's really interesting. You'll find, okay, I'll buy these shoes that are on sale. Well, a lot of shoes that are on sale, like motion control shoes, are shoes that are meant for somebody that pronates or turns in, and most people don't do that, so you find those a lot on sale, and you got the wrong shoe, and they hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, those types of things. Interesting. But I feel, coming from where I've been, is that there is so much support out there. If you need to get generally fit in order to ski, you can start with yoga. You can start with fitness clubs. There are so many avenues in which if you get out and just say okay i'm going to commit to something you can find it and it will be the first stepping stone mm-hmm. like you shouldn't start run a marathon when you can barely do a sit-up because right. you're gonna get injured mm-hmm. you know but you if you start small and you know learn how to do it correctly it, you will have a lot of success on each step yeah yeah i love that oh Oh my gosh, I'm so, I just feel like I should be taking notes. Um, Quick question on the topic of gear still. So the holidays are going to be here before we know it. Do you have any like gift ideas? If there's somebody. Oh, there's so many gift ideas. (laughs) If if so, yeah, if if you um, have somebody in your life who you know wants to start something, is there any, do you recommend any? Well, I say gift idea might be a, a gift certificate. That way you haven't committed to purchasing something that the person might not want or find out she wants something different. Um, you you can um, get some... I mean, it's always fun to have fun clothing. Yeah. Because then you feel sort of good and you yeah, feel warm. You know, so if you go true. out skiing and you're freezing yeah. or you try to take your alpine clothes and use it for skiing, that's not very fun because then you sweat and then you get cold. I mean, there's so... 
um, for many outdoor sports, you don't need a specific ski jacket versus a specific bike jacket versus a run jacket. There's so many types of layering you can do, and you can use the same outdoor clothes for most things if it's aerobic. Um, That's a good point. So you you really need to go to somebody who's done this before. Mm-hmm. And most women I know are incredibly welcoming. And you take here at um, Worth Park, there are so many classes. There are mixed classes, there's women's classes, there are beginning classes. And I haven't seen one grumpy person yet that wouldn't welcome somebody. Yeah. I don't so. know if I've seen a grumpy person here ever, <laughs> no, actually. No, true. <laughs> I don't think so. It's just a just the bees sometimes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there, there's really a lot of support out there if, you can, if women, I think, can get out of their head yeah. and not be so self-conscious. Do you have any suggestions for getting well, out of your I've head? I've been working on that for a long time okay. for for all of us, we all we all do it in different ways. I've had a lot of women's programs over the years, and the one that's been the most successful, I mentioned to you, is our Women Wine and Chocolate and Ski. Oh, I yeah, which and we must. Can I? Come? Yeah, it's so fun. We limit to 100 people. It's um, my girlfriend. And I do it. She was the one who would wander around the um, ski industry with us, trying to find appropriate um, boots in our size, and we put it on. First one, too, and t- first thing, because we all like wine. Second thing, who doesn't like really good chocolate? <laughs> oh, yeah. And yeah. we buy it from a woman-owned chocolate place. Oh, I like that. And we say we pamper you because you come Friday night, and since she li- she has the store in the cool spot, which is in Hayward, Wisconsin, we go up there. Um, we all get together. We are coached by non-intimidating women. We have coaches everywhere from ages 30 to 70. Our goal is to invite you to come out without your husband setting the pace and for you to realize that there's 99 other women like you Mm -hmm. in whatever arena they are in skiing and that we will teach you. So all are welcome. All are welcome and then we have a lot of wine that Saturday night and then we come back for a little bit more coaching on Sunday. (laughs) Uh But it's a really great launching pad in which then you feel a little bit more comfortable and then you can take the next steps yourself. Where can people sign up for this? Um, Email me gearwest at gearwest.com. That goes directly for me. And you've been doing this for how many years? I've been doing that for 18 maybe years. That's brilliant. But we've, I've tried to have other women's groups again as I get busier and busier. But for me, I mean, I had two kids. I know what it's like to try to balance career with kids, with um, um, with trying to stay in shape. And so I'm always constantly trying to figure out the barriers to entry for, for women. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, in particular, women with careers, you know, you feel guilty. And then you come home and you need to be the kids and you put on weight or whatever then you know whatever it is there's a million reasons logical reasons why you don't feel adequate enough to go out and start doing some fun things and what I guess I wrote a couple pieces on this I can't remember where it went but my point was is always do something and I have a little something that I did starting when I first was pregnant with my son I would do a 10 to 12 minutes of a workout just a little workout but it kept me it sort of set the day it's like going and clean your car so then yeah. you know, things are more nice and organized so somewhere I would do that workout five days a week I would miss it Monday I could do it you know it's Saturday or I'd do it twice it's just 12 minutes and it, you know, it was like sit-ups push-ups uh, a couple other things you know just enough that if I were, ever was asked to do a push-up, I could do could it. Do it, yeah. <laughs> and that, like, if I can't even do a push-up, I feel like I'm really bad. So just, you know, because you need to do that even in yoga. So if you can find a little tiny thing, like um, when I was busy and I had jury duty, I came home and I just spent 20 minutes running around with my kids on my back. Um, if you just can do, okay, I'm going to commit 
to 20 minutes of exercise five days a week if you haven't done any. Yeah. Well, there's a start. Because mm-hmm. I think so many people, women especially, it's that all or nothing mentality. Yes. It's like I'm either going to go run six miles or I'm not yeah, going to do, do anything at all. Yep. And I, I, mean, I can dive into a lot of things. I broke my leg pretty seriously on a bike um, event uh, two and a half years ago on my 60th birthday. Oh, no. And I had to have pins and, and I broke five ribs. And so oh, I was in a God. walker. Um for a month and um, crutches for two months, so three months off my leg. So I had all of a sudden, all my life since I started my, you know, left my, um, the real job, um, I've always been exercising. So it's like, okay, what? I had to take stock. Okay, this is what I have to do. I'm really lucky I didn't break my, uh, my neck, so I'm fortunate. Mm-hmm. So how do I go about doing this? And I just had what I call my tiny little exercises. And I would do little with little three pound weights mm-hmm. little arm circles i would do something starting the week after even with broken ribs just a tiny little something so i did 30 minutes and it i felt like at least i was maintaining yeah and so anybody can do 15 to 20 minutes a day even if it's not much it makes you feel good and then you don't slip back into that never never land yeah of. yeah i know i was just reading cdc guidelines on exercise and one of the main things they have like it kind of goes through the how much you actually need to be a healthy person but at the end of it it says 10 minutes at a time counts it does that was what i would say probably 15 to 20 all right from jan (laughs) 15 to 20 (laughs) the cdc is wrong (laughs) no but i say it's a little 10 minutes you know but if you if you there's a great book on habits and you just you figure out what is the hardest thing if you're if you have to get your running shoes and they're upstairs, make sure yes. they're right by the front door. Yeah. You have to find out what's the biggest barrier mm-hmm. to getting you out. And if you can get out for that 10 minutes, you'll probably be there for 15 or 20. Oh, or 30. So, yeah, but you have or to... Or yeah, you just... Or you, you have to get because out. Because you're enjoying yourself. But it's to yes. get out. I, I, I have to swim for Ironman, okay? I really hate jumping in the water. If I think about jumping in the water while I'm lying in bed, I will never get into the water. So I just don't think about that piece. And once I get in the water and with my friends, it's sort of fun. And Mm -hmm. then we swim. So you have to sort of eliminate or figure out what the thing is that's pushing you back and figure out how to do it. So how about that, though? You've mentioned a lot of time, like partners, friends, women, getting women's groups together, that kind of a thing. Is that helpful? I think it's super helpful. I mean, that's why I call commitment, because you may not do it on your own. And so find a woman and find a friend or find a group and commit to it. And I think it's huge. Um, it just keeps you accountable. You know, eventually you build into a program where you, you're looking for that spot where you'll feel worse not doing it than the difficulty is doing that. But until that happens, um, you need something, someone to help you get out the door. And, and to help you believe in yourself. Yeah. yeah. I, think yeah. Just, I think that's such a big part of it is so many of us just don't believe in ourselves enough right. to give us but a I chance. think there's other areas you you know most women do believe in themselves so you just have to learn to take that attitude and expand it a little bit more yeah yeah because I mean women are pretty amazing I yeah think, they are what they oh my do. gosh <laughs> what I our mean bodies they're clever can they're do? quick they're smart they multitask so what I say is you really can do it you're just um you if you put 
you put these visions of you know these slim women that you see uh, magazines or what you feel you ought to do and it stops what you know maybe reality is I mean I'm older now what I can't do at 62 it's really different now and um, you know I have to let it go and be happy to do what 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 I can do and so you you have to set realistic goals what stuff that was easy for me at 35 is not easy now but I think if you always if you balance it out and say where would I be if I didn't exercise what will it look like at 60 or 70 if I didn't exercise? You realize that it, I feel it's really not a choice. The amount you want to do is a choice depending on how much time and how much love you have for it. But to not to exercise is almost not a choice if you want a, a rich, you know, a flexible life, a rich life, and something that you can go and go out and play with your kids or walk out in the park, things like that. Yeah. So uh, it's a necessity, I think, for healthy living. 100%. Yeah. All right, we're going to have to take a really quick break. <laughs> we've so we've had so many top tips already. So, <laughs> we're going to we're going to take a quick break and then when we come back, some more top tips. Okay. We Do This For Fun is supported by 515 Productions, a high-end video production business based in Minneapolis. The website is 515productions.com. And did you know that Jody is also a health and wellness coach? Check out her website at jodygruen.com. If you like this podcast, we'd love your support. Please rate and review us and hit subscribe. Learn more about us at wedothisforfun.com. Welcome back. So, Jan, we have established that you like to do crazy Ironmans, the Berkey, all these really endurance athletics for fun, which a lot of our listeners, <laughs> me included, wouldn't necessarily consider to be fun. So any tips, a top tip for how to flip it around in your head and make it feel like fun? Yes, I will liken it to trying to eat liver the other day. So <laughs> I was told that liver is really good for you. And I ran into a customer, a friend of mine, and he said liver is the best thing he's ever done for himself. And my girlfriend and I looked and we said, okay, we're cooking liver last week. That does not sound like fun. I know. So I cooked <laughs> in a lot of butter. We looked at it and I took about a centimeter and I go, this is not fun. I will never eat liver again. I don't know why I'm making myself eat liver. I don't care how good it is for me. So that's why I sort of think about jumping into a sport that you really don't want to do. There's a lot of sports out there. There's a lot of ways to stay fit and healthy. And I really think you've got to gravitate towards what really feeds your soul for me. I love that. And um, uh, for me, it's got to be outside. Okay, I can't, even though I belong to Lifetime, if a day like this or even a cold, windy day, for me, the contrast of being outside and coming in with hot chocolate or getting warm is something I love. For others, it may not be. For others, it could be going into a really cool um, class that Lifetime has to offer or hooking up with a trainer and staying indoors because you really don't like to go outdoors or going to a yoga fitness class. Or There is so many choices out there now that I think you can take or playing pickleball. I just learned how to do that last week and it was super well, fun. I heard it's and really I fun. don't like tennis. I get bored in tennis. It's this big boring sort of a container and you're in there and you're just hitting this ball I had never liked tennis but um but I love cross-country skiing and it just did something to me it does something when they say Berkey fever it really is a feeling of outdoors and the beauty and so that feeds my soul 
And I think you have to, by now, probably 30 or 40 years, you probably have a little idea what, what you love to do. So I would expand that. It's not doesn't mean it's always going to be easy, but um, it will be something that you will get some joy out of. And you have to find joy. So you got to either change your attitude, because sometimes if we start with a bad attitude, you won't, you know, you, you won't change. I mean, it will never change. You've got to look at things and be happy that you can do it. And to me, I did my last Ironman two weeks ago, and I was reflecting as I was struggling through the run, because I've had my running injury, and... I, you know, and my thoughts when I was in my youth about, oh, I just got, you know, I have to keep on going because I want to be number one or I want to win my age group. And now it's like, oh, thank God, you know, I'm running after I broke my leg. Yeah. There was a peer group, peer friend of mine who broke his neck in an accident oh, a week wow. later. Mm-hmm. I am so lucky I get to do this. I'm yeah. so mm-hmm. lucky I can move. And there's a lot of people, you know, with breast cancer or with any other ailments, especially in my 60s that I see, and they can't do this. So I think you really have to have gratitude and, you know, say attitudes, gratitude or whatever, reverse. But it is. I mean, you got to love everything you do every day. You got to figure out how to enjoy it, what to get out of it, and you pick the sport that will give you the best joy, I think. I love that. Yes. Unique to the individual. Yes. You're all unique. Jan, this has been delightful to talk to you. Oh, it's been so fun. Thank I hope that. Thank you so much. I for hope being that here. if anyone has any questions, I, to me, women, and as I get older, I focus more on older women, but um, I just love to try to help and motivate them because there's so. What? You can't, you can't buy health. I, one other thing I remember, I used to go. I used to walk by, there's not so many more, but these beauty parlors, my mom used to go to them. And, you know, the beauty petition would be trying to trim that last little centimeter off the hair and you blow it and there's sort of puffy hair and you think, oh my God, these people can't do anything outside now because it's going to ruin their hair. This is my mom's era. And I'm thinking they would look so much better if they just had a little fitness to their body. (laughs) This hair doesn't do it for them. Uh And so you really can't, it's the same, you can't buy you earn it, and the value of what you get earning it to, gives you way more, um, I think, internal um, strength and enjoyment than buying a, you know, a, a suit coat or a pair of jeans or something. Yeah, yeah. Or if you could buy a pair of jeans and you feel good in it, it's even better. Yeah. yeah. So. Well, and then it's clear, too, just being around you, like... Your fitness just like shines through. Mm-hmm. Your energy, you know, really shines through. We can tell that you love what you do. I, I do love what I do, but don't take me to uh, an Apple store <laughs> or a beauty parlor. Then I shrink down. <laughs> so. well, Jan, thank you so so much. Appreciate you being here. Well, for everybody listening, um, we hope we, you have enjoyed this conversation as much as we have. Um, if you have questions, comments, please send them to we do this for fun podcast at gmail.com. We can forward anything to Jan yes. on your behalf as well, um, or find us on social media. Remember, um, Jan is with Gear West. Give them a follow. Um, seek them out go take a visit in the store talk to one of their amazing employees who is trained and dedicated to helping you find what you need um and so i'm gonna just one of the quotes that i think we all have heard at one point is like there's no such thing as bad weather on only like unsuitable clothing or bad clothing or whatever and i think maybe we could even add to like the bad attitude too like that can actually you know if you the bad attitude can take everything else away. So let's kind of follow Jan's example and um, and kind of, 
you know, change the attitude, get the right gear, and make things happen this year. Um, so the challenge for this week is to start planning. Make a commitment. Do your kids need new boots? I would say, who cares? Go out and take care of yourself first. <laughs> yes. Okay? Amen. I always forget about the boots, and they can, they're fine in their sneakers the first couple snowfalls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. So I'm going to, this week, actually, I'm on it this week. I thankfully... Um, Got a nice birthday gift for my in-laws, and I am going to purchase some new skis. Nice. So what are you going to do? What's the commitment? Start planning and figure out what you're going to do for fun. So go have fun out there. As always, we welcome your questions and feedback. Email us at wedothisforfunpodcast at gmail.com. We'll be dedicating future episodes to answering your questions, so let her rip, whether it's about gear purchases or tampons and IBS in the wilderness. We don't judge. Been there, done that. Nothing is off the table. And thanks for listening.